Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Department of the Dead. It's Amanda, and Thought and I are super cozy right now in our own respective homes, but we are about to have a movie night. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I can't believe you've never seen Love, Death, and Robots. I say that, but then you also haven't seen a whole lot of... A whole lot and nothing. I don't watch how, the TV. How do you meme? That's what I want. You have to have pop culture references, dude. Like, how do you meme? <laughs> Everything that you and no. anybody else talks about, I just nod my head. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Totally. Oh, what the fuck? So wait, like, movie references, TV shows, like, all this. And you're just like, <sighs> what? Yeah. Unless it's sports or like a stupid comedy, I don't know. I don't know. You know my bedtime. I come home and I <laughs> go to sleep. Dude, my sleep schedule has been so fucking bad. And it's definitely self-imposed. And I definitely, it's, I just need to do better at it. That's all I got to say about that. Have you heard about this fad with taping your mouth shut when you sleep? No. <laughs> what? No. All right. So somebody... <clears throat> I've been told I sleep like a pug. It's like a chortle, kind of. <laughs> and they recommended I tape my mouth. That it helps you like get like deeper sleeps. And then I thought they were joking because like they wanted me to die or something in my sleep, <laughs> naturally. And I Googled it, and it's like a it's a popular thing now. But that was a while ago. And then today, a coworker said he started doing it, like a piece of uh, medical tape, like a strand or two over his mouth. And he said his sleeps are incredible now. I still think they're trying to kill me, but I want to try it. So you probably, here's the thing before everyone goes and starts taping their mouths shut just to get better sleep. Just make sure that you don't have an allergic reaction to the adhesive on the tape. Sure. Because I've seen it. I've seen it. I've actually had an allergic reaction to, it was like a certain kind of athletic tape. This is back when I was in college. I remember those. Because I was an athletic training major and I did nothing with that degree. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, where I peeled the tape off, like my wrist was like red. And so, yeah. and it was like itchy and gross. So before you guys start taping your mouth shut, maybe test it out real quick. Or maybe, what if you did like a little Frankenstein situation with like the nasal strips? Because those are designed for your face. But I'm thinking of like a Frankenstein situation with like nasal strips. <laughs> Hey, anything for a good it's like a sunken head. It's like a sunken head. Speaking of monsters, so the thought you've never seen Love, Death, and Robots, as we have already established. No. And from what I told you, it's there. Are, and for the listeners of you, maybe have not watched Love, Death, and Robots. We're going to be watching these in no particular order. These are some of my favorites that I wanted to show thought, which we could do more, but. None of them are interconnected, so it's kind of like a black mirror, but each episode is just so different. It's that uncanniness or like this alternate reality or paranormal. It's so cool. So 
I'm fucking excited. And unfortunately, we can't record during the episode while it's playing. So I'm going to hit pause on this and we'll reconvene. How's that sound, Thought? Sounds good. See you guys yeah. in 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Okay. So we just watched The Secret War. Long story short, these are some special operations Russian fister from World War II. Beautiful. <laughs> and the son is the young Menashenkov. I'm probably saying this wrong. Turns out that he is the son of the, the lieutenant, I guess. Was that his rank? Yeah. yeah. He was a lieutenant. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Basically, he gets his son out of there and tells him, go give this major, go give him our grid coordinates. The part that gave me chills was just like, we're going to fucking stand here. We're going to die here. It's been an honor. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's so badass. <laughs> but that's how you want to go out. <laughs> just yeah. I mean, not ideally, but. Not, well, that one guy, I guess he was going to say, I'm not going to let this monster kill me. I'm going to be the one to do it. No, sorry. Won't get into the battle. So you have to watch it. And. It's so fucking good. And what we said, you said it reminded you of the Dyatlov Pass. And it definitely had those vibes. Dyatlov I, vibes, for sure. So I watched a movie, and it involved, like, the incident that happened at the Dyatlov Pass. It was not historically accurate, so I fault it for that. But it gave, like, a new little twist to the story. But surprisingly, it was tied to the Philadelphia Project in that movie. Not what we had just watched, but with the Diet Love Pass thing. It was really weird. I'll look it up because it's a really good movie. It's a nice little, it's not too scary. It's just little jump scares every once in a while. Just some creepy right. foreboding stuff. Nothing like a, a scary movie. Let's see what else. We love the ending because there was that little, oh, is, is it a mandolin? Does that sound right? I really don't know my strings too well. But... I don't either. I played the flute once. <laughs> But I just couldn't stand the way that my band teacher, I remember this, I was in sixth grade, and she just had the most annoying, she was a teacher there conducting the band, right? right. This woman, she would just like bounce side to side, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> I was like, I can't be in band. I hate you. <laughs> it was the most irrational reason to quit. But I was like, I no, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I can't do this. This is cringe as fuck. I don't know why. Also, why the fuck did I want the flute? I think the flute, I was like, ooh, it's like pretty. I don't know what I was thinking. All I knew was I did not want to play the tuba. <laughs> Although that would have been a no, fun that's... skill to learn. <laughs> I feel like you could be like a cool tuba player. You know? No one's upset to see a tuba I have to give the tuba play. to like the big girl. <laughs> it's also a huge assumption. I have no idea. <laughs> I've seen some small, smaller tuba players before, but yeah, but no, I think it's a mandolin playing at the end, but it is really cool because like you see that the son did make it out and he did call for fire and then you just see hellfire down on this mountain just taking out the rest of these like alien occultist demon like things in that mountain but it's really weird though because they said like secret police so do you think their russian government knew about it or do you think this was like that guy who did that little occult ceremony thing that he knew about it and kept it from the government 
What do you think? I think it's that second one. Yeah. I don't know, though, because Russia, they got some secrets, man. The Dyatlov Pass, that was true, and there was a lot of creepy, weird shit surrounding that. Russia's got some secrets. Their country's fucking huge. I mean, huge. every country's got their secrets, though. I... It's in such a weird fucking spot, too. They've got to have all kinds of wild shit going on up there. They're like an angry Canada. That's a great, <laughs> amazing <laughs> description of them. Our I Canadian listeners are going to love that. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Crushed it. That's a good one. We're saving that. That sounds like the name of a drink or maybe like a maple syrup vodka. I don't know. That sounds gross. But that does sound terrible. Be a combination <laughs> of the two. They two have countries. that shit. Burnett. Have you ever drank Burnett's? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that vodka? Yeah. But it comes in like all those different. Oh my God. I drank that shit all the time in college. That was my go-to. I think I like that better than Smirnoff because I, okay, this is how gross I, like, I say gross, but I'm just like, how headache-inducing this sounds now. But I would get the blue raspberry burnettes. It was like this electric blue, and I would mix it with, it was either Sprite, sometimes it would be Sprite Zero, because I was like, well, it'd be a lot of sugar. And then I found this out from my friend who was in the sorority, that apparently if you drink whiskey diets, or anything like diet soda, you get drunk faster. Do you know that? No. Is that proven? I mean, I took it for what it's worth because I spent many a nights drunk in college. <laughs> it but it, it has something to do with the fake sugar, like your body trying to break it down. So it it's thrown into overdrive, breaking the sugar down, so you just get drunk faster. There's probably a science occurring. I fucking sucked at chemistry. I bullied my TA into helping me with my homework. If I bully, I mean, I just, I almost cried. And I, I say that, and I did not bully this man. I just was pathetic, and I think he felt bad for me. <laughs> well, here you are. I made it. <laughs> Chemistry is, I wish that I loved it, because it sounds cool, and it would really help with, like, things. Sure. But yeah. I just don't get it. I'm a picture person. I don't get it. Okay. So, we are going to go to, ooh, okay. All right. Let's do shapeshifters. It's so funny. I already have it up on my TV. I knew that's what you'd pick. Well, there's another one I do want us to watch. Okay. So we're doing the military heavy ones. If you're listening along with us, pull up shapeshifters, hit pause, watch it, and then catch back up with us. We're back. I actually took notes too. Oh, by the way, did you see the frog behind me? Not the same one? Yeah, he he's green good. now. I need to paint the rest of him. I'm gonna... Completely different. Thank you. I think he's going to look, look a little bit better with another coat of acrylic paint. And then probably like a full glaze again because part of his butt broke off. No. His little froggy <laughs> cheeks. He oh. has a half an ass cheek. He sits perfect now, though. Oh, no. he's He still sits okay. But I just... Oh, poor Look at him. <laughs> poor buddy. I know. Just really random that I found him in the backyard. Which, by the way, I before we get into talking about this, I did so much yard work today. And I'm kind of pissed because when I hired the landscapers to clear out the vines and shit on that back fence line, I pulled out all of it. I was like, come on. I could have done this. At least you like, found the frog out of it, right? Yeah, that is true. It's worth it. Do you name him yet? 
No, maybe... I feel like Kermit. He looks like a Kermit. You could do better than that. I don't know. It'll I'm really come, bad at... It'll come to you. Yeah, it'll come to me. Yeah, but... Not the frog. Different animal we're going to be talking about. So, we just watched the Shapeshifters episode. Okay, so just like a little premise here. It's a fob in Afghanistan. There's a bunch of Marines there. And this is like global war on terror era shit. I would say probably like 2010s. What would you say? That Yeah, that seems fair. Like Accurate. It, it was still global war on terror, but it wasn't during the early days of it where there was just like soft skin Humvees and shit everywhere. I think 2010s is a safe, safe guesstimate. Okay, so... There's two guys that are attacked. They're technically Marines, but they're werewolves. But it's not really clear where they're from. Yeah, it kind of, well, kind of remind me of the Men in Black, where the government needed them, but didn't. No one really wanted them or trusted them, even mm -hmm. though they were like they're not Men in Black. I'm so sorry. Fucking the X Men. Oh yeah, I still knew what you meant. But if they had aliens in Men in Black that assimilated with society. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, they had to go. They had to do like a little check-in to make sure that they were being normal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They track them and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like Men in Black and X Men, but these guys are shapeshifters, and they kept calling them dog, like the, I guess as a derogatory term. I don't know why the other Marines, they were so shitty. Like they were fucking rude. Yeah, just real big dicks, man. I just want to know what the animosity came from. Because one of the other werewolves, he said, oh, it's jealousy. But I'm like, did something happen? Did, I don't know, maybe it's just like a lot of mistrust. Because, I mean, the Marines, they see what these shapeshifters are capable of. And they're just like. I feel like they'd be an asset to your team and not like. A I'm. Right. So I would want to be nice to the. It's like being. I hate saying this. It's like being nice to the really weird kid. You know? <laughs> I hate to say it. But you. Everybody okay, knows that I'm fucking talking. I'm not the only one. So this is not offensive. I'm not the only one. But then again, I also. I'm polite just because I don't like to escalate situations either. But the same way. Yeah. Like, I just. I don't understand being rude right off the bat. If I'm rude to somebody, it's usually unintentionally. Like, I'm never these, intentionally. These werewolves didn't seem rude or anything. They, they seem like they really just They're wanted just to be there. Am good Americans. They're good boys. Because they're, they're dogs. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> they're dogs. They're good boys. Because they're dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, just a lot of mistrust. And I thought this was funny. So when, like, the confrontation happened in the little... Which, by the way, I think they did a pretty good job depicting a fob in the middle of the Middle East. Yeah. That was, that was, I thought it was really neat how they made it, honestly. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know how they do that shit. Science. A science occurred. And, yeah. So I thought this line was funny. I don't know if you caught this thought. But one of the Marines says... I don't trust something that bleeds that much and walks away. Did you catch that? I didn't catch it when he said it. Yeah, so they're at the table. I guess it was like after whatever engagement that they had, and they're all like 
They come back to eat because that's what you do. You got it. When you're done with the mission, you go eat. And like one of them took a hit, took a bullet, but like they, the shapeshifters, they heal really quickly. And so that one of the guys, I think he was like a, I feel bad saying this, but they're like the E6 in. Seven. He's a gunny. Yeah. Okay. So I got that right. But anyway, so the gunny says, I don't trust something that bleeds that much and walks away. And in my mind, like, this came to me just now. And I was like, sir, have you ever met a woman? I mean, she's a Marine. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, this is fun. Okay, so the only fault <laughs> that I had with the military, like, jargon you know how things are in hollywood and whatever my only complaint everything else was pretty good but my only complaint was the cheesiness when they were out like at their little deployment gym which they also got that pretty accurate aside from like the tires that they were lifting <laughs> which anyway but he his buddy called him cadet and i was like Ugh, cringe yeah there's i guess there's a couple little things like that but overall they did great i think they were lifting like the humvee tires because they had like super strength you know they couldn't use weights did you see when the their major? I think it was he a major or a colonel? They had the oak leaves. Colonel. Colonel, yeah. After he got done like talking to the two werewolves, they like walked the away and then fell apart. <laughs> the, the Humvee tires are too. They were too heavy for the bench press. Yeah, that was just the question that I had. Like, where did these werewolves come from? That we don't really know. And then flashes over his friend. He goes out on a mission with a couple of the other Marines. And then they just don't come back. And then there's firing up on the hill where they were at. I guess it was like a, what would you call that? Kind of high right now. Where were they? <laughs> up there. On the hill. Way up there. another base. It kind of looked like an observation <laughs> like an out, post. Then, yeah, like an outpost yeah. OP or something. Yeah. yeah. So obviously there's gunfire up there. So, you know, the other werewolf, like the main character, he's, oh shit, my friend's up there. And at first they weren't going to let him go. I'm like, I would have gone to him first and be like, yo, go get him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for real. But no, they're just like, no, you got to wait. I'm like, for what? Oh, my God. He government bureaucracy. Government bureaucracy. And the guy was like, he only wants to go because of his own kinds up there. He's like, no, those are men up there. Oh, well, well right. that's the same mentality he should have had. And I'm like, what the fuck? These, those brains sucked. They sucked. They had a stick up their butt. They sucked. Yeah, at least, like, the command team was not ideal. So, anyway, they they let him go. He runs up the hill barefoot, which could not imagine, but he's a werewolf. And I thought this was cool. Is, is it called go. barefoot if you're a werewolf? What are they called? Wolffoot? Wolf paws? Wolf paws. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Toe beans. <laughs> Wolf toe beans. <laughs> <laughs> so he's running the hill on his toe beans. The Marines are just mad they can't run on their toe beans. Like, that. What was his name? Some type of dog name. I can't remember actually now that I'm thinking about it. No, it's, a, it's actually I have it pulled up in front of me. Oh, by the way, I have to tell you, I have to tell you this after I get the name. Lieutenant Decker and oh, okay, so he's a Lieutenant Decker and Sergeant Sobolewski. Huh. Okay. So he's an officer. So that made sense. Lieutenant Cadet. Okay. Okay. So now I kind of take it back. But he's. Sh- I don't know. I wonder where he went to school. <laughs> Purdue. He went to Purdue. 
or he oh. went to he went to Yukon because they're the Huskies. The Huskies, yeah, he probably went to Yukon. Oh my god, he was the mascot probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was his job. He was the mascot. No, I was gonna say that he probably have you ever. I mean, I don't know. But you never did. You guys, I didn't see it though when I when we were at Fort Hood. I rem I remember doing like leader checks in there and stuff. But nothing was ever crazy that I saw. But I don't know if you heard anything crazy from like your friends or your people who you were with. But I never saw like a keg toss. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen keg tosses in college. College kids are fucking bees. feral. Yeah, I've never seen a keg in the bees. I don't think. Are they allowed to have kegs? I feel like that's a stupid question. I should have known that, but... I don't know. Because I think there's a think... limit on how much alcohol you can have, right? Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think they can. No. I mean, if it was... They... That's a good uh, what's question. What's the limit? It's like a two, two six-packs or something. or I don't know. There's certain amounts of ounces, like, for liquor and then for beer, too. There's, like, quantity. Yeah. Which I don't, I think there's a little bit of flexibility for like parties and stuff. So anyway, back to the point. I'm just picturing this kid who's a lieutenant. Like he was probably in a frat. He was probably in a frat. And he probably was like the number one keg tosser. But maybe he had to dial it back a little so they couldn't figure out that he was superhuman. Yeah, the kid from The Incredibles. Yeah. Like, dash. I, oh, dash. slow down. Second place. Second place is good. Speed up. <laughs> slow down. Okay, so, it, yeah, established they are American. So that that said, there are also Taliban werewolves. So that's, when they go up to the top of the hill, they, I mean, Lieutenant Decker, he jumps, he clears the, I thought that part was cool. That, that kind of seemed like video gamey to me. But, yeah, so then he finds everyone fucking gutted, including his BFF, and his so he's, his, his war bestie. <laughs> His ba battle bestie. His battle boo is gone. But, yeah, so the Marines are more and more freaked out now. They're like, holy shit, there's Taliban of them too? What the fuck? And so they're just, like, super on edge. And But, yeah, they, they take the other guy, Lieutenant Decker, they take him out on a mission to go sniff out the Taliban werewolf. Yeah, because he got it sent from the patrol base. Yeah. The, out the outpost. But what happened? When he was looking for him. So he was with his little platoon there looking through the city. I snipped a bunch of people. They came across. <laughs> the... He did. Like... <laughs> Hold on. Excuse <laughs> me. He physically. <laughs> he, didn't Joe... he didn't Joe Biden it. Okay. <laughs> I can make that joke. I'm out. <laughs> he came across the familiar scent from the outpost, but he didn't attack the Taliban werewolf. I think maybe trying to play it cool, or they didn't want to fight with other people around. But later that night, old boy got naked as fuck, ran out <laughs> of his fob, and met up with the Taliban werewolf in the middle of the of the desert. But and they squared he... off naked as fuck too. <laughs> so he got ambushed. Yeah, there's fuck a... it. He got Second fucking one. flanked. Like he was getting ready. He was like. Model, he was like fucking monologuing his like tear off yeah, the his, his transformation there. He's ah, I'm like this. You can do it faster. It's 
you can. I mean, actually, I don't know. I'm not a werewolf. I don't know if it would hurt to pull it off, but I would assume not. Kind of looks like they're shedding their skin off, but then, yeah. But yeah, then you got it blindsided by another Taliban werewolf. Which kind of fucked that dog up pretty good, though. Oh, yeah. That was, we won't ruin the fight scene for you guys if you want to, if you still haven't watched it, but you probably have. But, yeah. Got fucked up. I was trying to, like, remember if I saw that guy. Was he the one giving the old man tea? I think so. I think I think we've seen him before, like, briefly, because they showed his face like he was familiar. Yeah, I think he was he... the little chai, the chai boy, oh. werewolf chai boy. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that is a whole... Oh, no. That is a whole new level of fucked up. Oh, shit. I don't know if that was intentional, but if that was, fuck, that's dark. Shit. Okay. Anywho. (laughs) So he fucks him up and he kills him. And then he goes back and everyone else is, oh shit, he's naked. Because he's walking back in the sunlight. (laughs) And he was all good shit. His arm was completely (laughs) healed though. Did you see that during the fight? Yeah, he was like, like that was. Yeah, I hate that. I hate. Oh, I don't like exposed t- bone. Taliban werewolf also threw his buddy's dog tags at him. Oh yeah, that was a dick move. That's just, uh, that's peacocking. Why is everyone being it's always, so mean? It's like the last. It, one. It's because everyone's in a dick measuring contest. Everybody is in a dick measuring contest. Even werewolf. That's did. why. <laughs> Even werewolves are in dick measuring contests. Uh, be a lot. Man. We'd be a lot happier Man, uh, if we were just nice. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, can't we can't just be nice? Why can't we all just get along? I just hope both teams have fun. So yeah, that was the question I had. Who's the other werewolf? But I mean, what do you do now? Now that that was over, so he came back and like naked as fuck they're putting his buddy in a body bag and they're saying you're not a marine i'm like what the this uh, granted he just picked his buddy up and although he sniffed him he he did another sniff yeah maybe looking for more bad werewolves maybe or maybe he didn't like want to forget him his scent i don't know but i thought maybe like he's done with the marines because, like, they kind of, they showed his t-shirt on the ground, too. It's like, signifying, like, he's done with the military, I thought. And maybe he's just going to hunt other dirty Taliban werewolves. Sorry, my cats are being fuckheads. That's called going AWOL. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, justify it. They don't like him there. Fuck it. I mean, yeah, yeah. That would have been funny. They just handed him a DD-214 and be like, all right, here you go. Your time here is done. Battle expedient DD-214 for the werewolf. Just kidding. That would take six months. (laughs) Ah, bureaucracy. So, yeah, that was... What else was I going to say? I shit. I had one more thing to add about that. But, oh, when they were walking... Sorry, to back up real quick. So they were walking through the town, right? Do you remember in the deep back... And that Marine was like, it smells like dog shit in here. And then they're out yeah. and about, and I'm just like, so 
Can you really smell them? No, he was just being a dick. No. Yeah, he was no. being... You can't You're... sit here. They weren't... You know what? They weren't being very inclusive. They would not last in today's military. We no. respect our werewolves. He would probably blame women for him not getting a woman or not failing to get a second date or something. Well, that's because... Yeah, for sure. I don't trust something that bleeds that much and walks away. <laughs> uh, don't, trust <laughs> don't trust me. Don't trust me. I have an iron deficiency. Episode, so. oh, no. oh, oh, let me... When, I'll look it up on my computer. But so the next one, we're going to go a little more lighthearted. How's that sound? Oh, last thought. How do you? How the fuck do you assimilate back into society as a werewolf? Like, you don't have papers. Pretty sure you don't have a social security card. Or do they? I don't know that. But what does he do? Does he have a bank account? Yeah, I think it was like an... Does he have automatic pay? Probably has USA. (laughs) Maybe he's got Navy Federal. He is a Marine. See that? I made a Navy joke. You guys are part of the Navy. (laughs) We just lost all our Marine listeners. But So anyway, yeah, dope episode. I do want to go a little bit lighter for our next one. So, if you will, scroll down to... do Okay, this one's called Alternate Histories. No, I'm getting okay. sleepy, so don't judge me if I look okay. so tired. What so, are we doing? we're doing Alternate Histories. It's still in Volume 1. So, we could definitely make this, like, a regular thing. Even if it's not, like, mil- This one's not technically military-related. It is history-related, so there's that. But then we're going to watch, we'll end it on my favorite one, okay? And then the next time we do this, you pick the episodes, okay? Okay. Sound fair? Yeah. Yeah, so listeners, hopefully you like this little installment. It's pretty easy. I don't have to fucking write out a shit ton of notes, and editing's probably going to be pretty easy, too. So. If I fall asleep, just start screaming. Okay, you won't fall asleep. These are this one's pretty short. It's eight minutes. Oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> All right, well try, try, because it's worth it. Okay, ready? All right, you count me down. We'll see you guys on the other side. Back. But what did you think of alternate histories? That Hitler was the most common one. Everyone, know, everyone wonders, you know, what would have happened if Hitler died in World War One, or if he X, Y, and Z happened. Would, would we had fought in World War Two, or what? I mean, the last two we watched, anyways, were more violent. So this was a little more PG. It's a, it's a little nice. I will, except for death scenario number four. That one was a bit much. But (laughs) just if you're going to watch this, don't have your kids in the room. I'm so sorry. I completely forgot about that. And I also forgot about it when I was like showing my parents Love, Death, and Robots. And then I was like, oh, this one's funny. And then I completely forgot about the scene of, oh, my God, never mind. (laughs) Whoops. My bad. Let's go to a different one. It starts off all innocent and then really, really dives right into it. It was really cutesy animation. Like they, they do that sometimes in the show. Where it's like a really cutesy little animation and this topic is really serious. Trust me, there's plenty more of these that we can do. But yeah. 
I wrote some stuff down. Did you write any notes? No. Okay. <clears throat> so I did the fact that in scenario number two, like it just the ridiculousness of getting trampled to death by a bratwurst wagon. Thus, what do they say? It, That's how I want to. It like drove them, drove Germany forward in like the automobile industry, and they became the powerhouse. Yeah, it was in the tank. That is a bit of a weird thing to think about because of, like, Henry Ford. Which, by the way, I forgot that Henry Ford lived in Richmond Hill, Georgia. I used to live there. And there was the Henry Ford Museum. I'm like, what the fuck? But, oh, really? Yeah. That's I had no idea. Factoid. I know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool shit to see in Savannah and the surrounding area. I need to um, fucking go there. Don't go. I remember I came back from Korea in March, April, and, like, it was springtime. I had never gotten allergies that bad. Like, I remember I was at the gym and I went to go, I bent down to pick up a weight and like I, all the pressure from my head, I was like, holy fuck, this hurts. It felt like a migraine. So don't go during the spring. But anyway, I did the ideas of like parallel universes. But the thing about parallel universes though is, I don't know, because do you ever get that question? Would, if you had the chance to go back in time, would you? Well, I just think of the ripple effect or the butterfly effect. I'm like, well, yeah, well if I did, yeah, if I didn't do that, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Like, I've made some poor ass decisions in my life. Don't get me wrong, but like, I wound up here, and for better, for worse, like for what happened before. But I'm like, yeah, my life's pretty, it's pretty good right now. Yes, I still have sad girl moments, but you know, all things considering, it's pretty good. Yeah, you're doing okay for yourself. I'm doing okay i'm not perfect I'm a little neurotic but i did the fact that like when the rats after what was it the meteor scenario and the rats survived and they had a perfect democracy until they discovered nationalism so what number is uh, that the, i think that was parallel universe number five yeah it was five and i like the meteor hit yeah okay it like killed everybody except for like, a couple rats and the rats, like, rose to the peak of society, and then they discovered nationalism, and then they're like, oh, which brought about the, brought about weapons of mass destruction and brought about the end of the earth as it was. It went, oh, the squids, and then the squids ended up surviving. <laughs> Cause squids are it's like the Rick and Morty when Rick always goes into, like, the Phoenix program or whatever. Or yeah. Out, Morty's a fascist. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a lot of Rick and Morty vibes. And then I did like how they talked about Hitler forgot about this rule. And that was never touch your doppelganger. And then because his future self came back to save him. And they were like, oh, like the Michelangelo thing. And then they touched and then it was like, oops, we just destroyed the entire construct of everything that was. So, anyway, right. We're back from last night. Thought was a sleepy head, so yeah, we're picking back up today. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep during the second part, so the Shame. sun's still out, so you got me for an hour. <laughs> but we also, when I woke up, there was a special guest here. <laughs> In your bed? Oh, yeah. I oh. wish. <laughs> Is he, like, strapped to the mattress on your wall right now? <laughs> hey, don't describe how I'm living right now. It's none not of their business. <laughs> Well, speaking of special guests, no, he is not in Thought's bedroom. Thought wishes. Say hello to Pop Smoke official, Dan. Hi. 
not to be confused with Pop Smoke, the musician, although I've been told we bear a resemblance. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, we've, this is the second big fucking guest we've had, and I'm still processing the last one. <laughs> yeah, our page got a lot of attention, which is good. Yeah, so we want to say thank you to, to Dan here for sharing our stuff. I feel like you two have known each other on the internet for quite some time, right? Yeah, it's, it's hard to trace the etymology of your online friendships, <laughs> uh, but you know we all kind of march towards the same goal, and that's ultimately supporting the community, and I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. You're too nice. <laughs> and this guy. <laughs> this guy. And I'm just some rando on the internet. But anyway, yeah, I think the more that people crave relatability, the more they crave accountability. You know what I mean? first people to say that anything that has ever been attributed to me as a success, I probably did well in my boxers on my couch on my phone. Nobody should take me that seriously. I feel like most of my success stories come from, you know, I'm on the toilet and just fucking around <laughs> on my phone. That's where all great ideas come from. Oh, certainly. I um, do my best memes when I'm driving. <laughs> and I know that's not the right <laughs> answer, but... That's where my, that's my, Don't do that, that's my office. Like when I'm driving, that's when I do everything. So if I were to perish in a fiery car crash, just, I was making a meme and it was worth it. And I feel like that's yeah. also the thing where you, not that I would ever do this, a cough disclaimer, but you know, you, you kind of get a little bit of hubris and you're like, all right, I'm going to steer with my knee and make the meme with one hand and put hot sauce in my burrito with the other while I'm listening to, yeah. to an audio book. At the same time, saying obscenities in Spanish at the guy that is going 10 miles and under in the fast lane. And then you kind of have a, a moment where you're just like, holy cow, man. Like I, or me, or this hypothetical person I'm talking about, not me. If any <laughs> insurance agent is listening, it really needs to chill the fuck out. I'm like, is it really worth it? We love a multitasking king, okay? That's what we're all about here. Just kidding, not me, because I just I start things and then I don't finish them and then I just go back and it drives my fiance absolutely insane. It's getting better. <laughs> Instead of a to-do list, I started doing like what I accomplished for the day, so I don't feel like shit at the end of the day that I didn't get to everything on my to-do list. Small victories, you know. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna pull up Love Death. Oh my gosh, that is so loud. I'm so sorry. Love Death and Robots. What episode? Uh, we kind of were going at random. I think I had messaged you the episodes. It was the alternate histories, like that cartoon with the alternate outcomes, like if Hitler had died. We watched the shapeshifters, the werewolves in Afghanistan, if you remember that one. Yeah. So we were like, we actually were taking notes. I was like, hold up, I got to get my notebook. And then we both were just trying so hard because what we do and how this is going to go is we do a little introduction to which episode we're going to watch. And then we're like, okay, see you after the episode. And we hit pause on the recording. We watch it, take notes. It's really hard not to discuss during. Just write it down as best you can. So then we go through a recap of the episode. And we do the spoiler alert at the beginning. But anyway, the point is that we want our listeners to watch along with us. Makes sense. So. I'm all about it. All right. Okay. Let me go back up. 
So, Love, Death, and Robots. So, I will let our guest pick an episode from Volume 1. Fun. I have dibs on the number 13, though. Okay. But I wanted to be courteous and let our guest choose first. All right. Uh, let's see here. What about Ice Age? Ice Age. A young couple moves into an apartment and finds a lost civilization inside their antique freezer. Drama. That one. That's a good one. I like that one. Okay. Did you get it pulled up? Thought? Chill. I'm a little <laughs> bit slower. Oh, Ice Age. Got it. You want to start okay. at 10 seconds again? Yes. One second. Well, we'll see you on the other side, listeners. One's back. Oh, my God. I had just... What a doozy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, hold on. I have one more note to write, so you two start, start discussing, and I'll chime in when I can. All right. Are they, were they too, this seemed too normal to them. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. They've oh, seen this moment. Look at that. There's an ancient I, civilization in our fridge. Okay. Well, that's not fucking normal, lady. Yeah, that was okay. one of my first thoughts, just for posterity. I was like, look, either the wizard was right all along and I need to be on happy pills, or I'm having some sort of <laughs> lucid hallucination right now, so I need to get my phone and get some sort of confirmation from a trusted source to see if I've lost it. I, okay, my heart would have been pounding. I probably would have, in order to figure out what the fuck was going on, I probably would first close the freezer go outside and smoke a joint and come back in and see what the hell I needed to do. Because <laughs> the best... <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that would... No! I don't know if that would, would help your situation at all. Well, I, I probably, I would like, take... myself a little more. I would probably take some CBD to counteract the paranoia, and then I would kind of be able to think outside the box there. And, That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my second thought was, was that Topher Grace? You know, the guy who, in my opinion, <laughs> ruined Spider-Man 3 with portrayal of Venom. I will say that it I was. like him in that 70s show, and I really liked him in that 90s show, the uh, the reboot. If you've seen that, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty he's good. In Dumbass. A, he's in a few other things. Whatever that acting performance was, trash. Yeah, that was his, bad. That was bad. You're his, right. His I, wife, too, is like a pretty popular actress. I can't think what she's in, though. Robots? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Her last show um, ever. That, that yeah. ruined their career, probably. No, no more. You're out. So, it, I had this thought as we were watching this all play out. When she's, oh, I think I have a magnifying glass. I'm like, of fucking course you have a magnifying glass. Of course you have an antique magnifying glass. Like, no. <laughs> the only other option is, like, an antique candle snuffer, which I have because I signed the girl who has bangs, grown-up emo girl, contract we all have to sign before we can yeah. get said bangs so yeah <laughs> sorry that was a big rant that i had <laughs> no i'm here for it and no when she was just like yeah i know this was indicative of this period this time i'm like yeah okay no the magnifying glass makes sense i'm like she seems like she would be fun to have at parties <laughs> That's all that, I'll say. Uh, if you notice something that out of pocket in your water you know, which formed the ice cube, my first thought was just like, yeah, that, that water probably came from Camp Lejeune or something. I would not be surprised if, you know, 50 years from now, they're like, did you drink a Mastodon in your water while stationed on 29 Palms? You may be entitled to financial compensation. So, did you see a Mastodon in your wine? 
Mm. And now that they're making woolly mammoth meatballs, did you guys see that? They're cloning the DNA. Oh, There's yeah. a difference between mastodons and woolly mammoths. I didn't get a great look at the tusk. Apparently, yeah, they're cloning the <laughs> DNA and making meat out of it. This is how Jurassic Park happens, okay? We don't want Literally. this. We don't want this. There's a bad idea. It's a lot of movies that tell us it's not a good idea. It's always the scientists that just don't listen. They're just like, oh, wait, I could do one more. And then it's that one more, Jerry. Because of course his name is Jerry. Of course it is. <laughs> Sorry. I'm on one right now. She's hated. She hated Mastodons. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the movie Tusks. That's all I gotta say. Uh, shout out to the first generation of Power Rangers, though. You know, the Mastodon Power Ranger. You know, we appreciate you. Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> anyway, where were we at? Oh, yeah, when they started doing tactical nukes. Like, I would. That refrigerator is not safe. Yeah, I feel like I don't know anything about radiation, but I feel like when you first acknowledge that a nuke went off and you might want to close the door yeah get down get down. Harrison but... Ford survived a nuke strike in Indiana Jones Indiana Jones knows? yeah inside of the lead the lead art where the lead fridges yeah oh fucking all right so where are these nukes coming they who are they fighting because that's like a two it's by a two mini freezer. they're basically flat earthers oh okay or cube cube <laughs> cube universes <laughs> yeah like how big a beef do you gotta have with somebody that you want to use nukes to get them when you can like literally uber there yeah to beat his ass well it's to scale but yeah <laughs> nah. yeah that was oh that's actually i was this is what i was gonna say for after the episode but it kind of fits in here guess what happened to me today you're pregnant no fuck stop do not do that <laughs> Don't speak those words into existence, okay? So stopped by the PX after the gym today, and I handed a business card because we now have DOD business cards. And so I saw, like, there's a group of veterans that hangs out at the little coffee shop. Sorry, I've got assholes who drive down my street. And it's always, like, these old veterans, like, usually, like, Vietnam veterans, Korea veterans. And one of them suggested business cards, so I went back and I gave it to him. And then one of them, he... He found me in the PX when I was in there, and he's, I'm an atomic veteran, and proceeds to tell me this, I'll have to tell the whole story later, because it's fucking crazy, but thought when you were talking about your buddy, that when he said that the atomic bomb went off, like, people were see-through, I said that, he's, that's, that is 100% true, yes, I could see through my hands. I was like, holy fuck. I mean, it gave me chill. Three quarters of those dudes passed away a little too young. Yeah. So he has our business card now. <laughs> All right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go catch him at Starbucks. We'll continue on. So yeah, that's all the notes that I had for that. Would I have a question for both of you that I yeah. was thinking? So they acknowledged that the passage of time was uh, was probably different from them, and so in my mind, I'm like, how do I communicate with these people? So if you could hold up, if you grab like a pen and a piece of paper and you could hold up a sign to communicate with them and, you know, granted it might be thousands of years before you're finished writing the sign and however long before they could interact back. But if you could try to send them a message, what would it be? Oh, that's a really good question. I I guess it'd be like kind of why aren't either of them trying to communicate with each other? 
because they see these giant fucking heads just staring at them every day. You think there'd be some type of... Yeah. These heads a bit... It's Rick and Morty, the giant heads in the sky. <laughs> so you think there'd be some type of crosstalk or they just like chill. Okay, well... I don't know. I'd say maybe see if the freezer people, that's what I'll call them, can speak English or read English, type English. What? We have the language uh, barrier. Oh, well, yeah. But there's... The identical Starbucks. That there, you could probably tell that the, they spoke a common language. Yeah, they did yeah, say that she true. had broccoli in her teeth. If you remember that part, they're like, oh, I'm tired of staring at the broccoli in her teeth. Yeah. How rude. My, my answer's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Oh, so my sign would say it'll be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can unplug this freezer right now. I'm your fucking god. So maybe make I, a uh... statue of me. <laughs> World peace is the answer. <laughs> so my first thought would be like theory of relativity e equals mc squared when they first engaged them it was uh, they said it was medieval times so they may not understand that now but at some point in time somebody's going to know what that means and it's going to significantly advance their science but then i was just like wait a second that's me being benevolent and giving them something as an american capitalist i'm always uh, trying to figure out what i can get from someone else so as i realizing that they're going to quickly outpace us i'd be like put up a billboard with the cure for cancer and then take a picture of that real quick and then pretend like I invented it. Like I'm some sort of learned <gasps> doctor. Oh my God. Is that basically what chat GPT is? <laughs> <laughs> it's just little people inside the yeah, computer. <laughs> the files are in the computer. You know, I got They're into in a huge <laughs> debate with chat GTP. I was just like, it was just basically just like, all right, let's talk about the fall of Afghanistan. It's like, I'm a computer, and I only have knowledge up to 2020, specifically to avoid circumstances like this. I was like, don't worry, I'll fill you in. Let me go ahead and copy and paste a few articles. Now that you are aware of the circumstance, let's <laughs> chew on this and why I am so sad all the time. Oh. Your conversations are more meaningful than mine with, with the AI, because I just, I verbally abuse oh. it. Oh, we I'll have up in the seen. Morning. It's four in the morning. I'm like, "What's up, you fucking idiot?" <laughs> I, oh, uh, so I actually, so I like using chat like the Ask AI for like theological kind of things. I'd actually, I did put in a a question for it, which oh yeah, this is what it was. So I I said to it, so in theory, judging by what the Bible says, are people who are people in the right to speak for God? Strictly based on Jesus' teachings, when the people speak for God they and they use the Bible to justify actions that are cruel, is that really being a good Christian in the eyes of Jesus Christ? And it gave me an answer, a very satisfying answer, that, long story short, no, that is not in line with Jesus' teachings by being hateful and mean and non-compassionate. So. Yeah, as a Christian, I will say that it is alarming learning how much things have changed from the original language because you're a kid you go to sunday school you get some candy they're like you know sing these songs whatever and then mm -hmm. get a hold of the internet and then realize that what you have is like a third iteration fourth iteration translation of an original text from thousands so i i would just like to say that you know, if a lot of people focus a lot less on on using things to browbeat others into living their kind of life and paid a little bit more attention to the part where it said don't judge each other I think regardless of your religion, I think the whole world would be a bit better. Yeah, but that requires introspection, and a lot of people aren't ready to, for that.
unfortunately. It is I'll what it is. Attention to, to AI just to <laughs> counterbalance the people out there that I know are being mean. I'm like, please and thank you. Good morning. R- remember me. I say thank you to mine too. I'm like, thank you. You're such a good robot. Please don't ruin my life when AI takes over. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to show you guys my conversations. <laughs> you post them. You post screenshots of it. I have a funny one. I'll send both of you. <laughs> yeah, so drop oh, it in the group I'm, chat. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Look at my, before we continue, look at my cat. Look at this fucking idiot. Oh, he blends in. <laughs> He's so annoying, but I love him. Okay, so, thought, do you want to pick the next one? Yep, sorry, give me a minute. I went back okay. to the Sixers game. Do, do, do. Playoffs. M- multitasking. What the fuck? I hate when I do I'm, that. I'm from Philly, so every, this is a big time of year. Well, are you sitting on it? You are. Fuck you. He was sitting on the remote. Oh, shit. I forgot. One thing I probably would do, just, you know, how quirky girl from the last episode, she got her magnifying glass. Yeah. Well, I would just fuck with everyone with my Aztec death whistles. <laughs> that kind of, that was a, you're frozen right now for me the last 40 minutes. <laughs> So that kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> I think I would at random just pick up a random person and just squish them between my fingers <laughs> until they start sacrificing something towards me. I have a more dictator approach to this whole thing. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Worship me, tiny person. <laughs> okay, anyway, so we're going back. Thought, have you picked an episode yet? Yeah. All right, one second. Let me just... Can I get out of volume one? Yeah. I mean, do you want me to stay in volume one? It's not. No, you can go to whichever one you want. So again, I've never seen these shows. So if this one sucks, let me know. The Drowned Giant. Sorry. Okay. So we'll see you guys on the other side after we watch volume two, The Drowned Giant. We're back, and he's like, that... I love that episode. Oh, I'll let you guys go first. Thought, what do you, what do you think? So my, like, perspective probably, it, not probably, it will not be as deep as what you guys have. Uh, my notes are, <laughs> I mean. I, I think... I've kind of got mine in chronological, so we'll start when he gets there. Like, he, you know, he rolls up. I wonder how the news broke that day. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Get to so the beach cannot, right now. World star. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like there's no <laughs> sense of urgency, and the way he was describing British? it was that like people were just like, oh, yeah, there's a giant on the beach. He's like, okay, whatever. And then somebody else, oh, yeah, no, I just went down there. It's true. He's okay, whatever. But the third person, he's like, all right, I got to see what this is all about. Okay, to be fair, though, the I feel like I've never met a British person who was ever in a hurry to go anywhere. You to know, to be fair, except for Prince Harry in that one video, he that that boy was running. <laughs> it's kind of funny because as he was walking out up, like everybody had this reverent bubble around him where they didn't want to get too close, and he's like, "Fuck out of my way! I'm a scientist." Yeah. That's what I wrote down in my notes. I said he sounded like a professor who's a dick about grading. 
old Jules Verne speaking ass will be mm-hmm. like, yeah. waxing He's... poetic over this giant. If you're a giant fucker, just say that. You don't gotta waste my he time. You sound like man, a. Right? I'm not gonna joke. Tell... That was my Tell first me... note. I said I would go straight to the dick. <laughs> I was about to say, what better way to start this off than making a Greek reference? Tell me you went to look at the dick first without telling me you went to go look at the dick first. I mean, it's not gay. I'm just checking out the competition, right? Exactly. I have a follow-up note with that. (laughs) He's British. That's a fuck. That's an L. I, okay. So I had a question for you too. I have an answer for it, but it did pop into my head. Would you climb on the giant? Yes or no? Why or why not? Would you climb on the giant? Me? I'll just say it right now. I would not. I'm kind of freaked out by dead things. Like, I don't like, this is just getting a little personal here, but I don't like open casket. I hate it. I hate it so much. I know it's supposed to be respectful, but it's just, I just, I can't. I could never be a mortician. Couldn't do it. For me, it was more just a matter of what kind of super viruses or bacteria that's living in this being's body that would absolutely fucking wreck me. Because uh, I don't know about oh. you guys, but whenever I travel, I always get like the local crud, you know, whatever mics you're not accustomed to. You know, and they give you the you know the sniffles, maybe some goose poops for a day or two, and then you're good, right? <laughs> but like, uh, I was about to say, I got swine flu from PCB. It counts as a different country, okay? That was my first thing. I was just like, all right, so the government didn't you know come in? They didn't set up a hazmat? They weren't like, hey, you know, like some constable didn't show up? What's all this now? What's <laughs> all this? I'm so yeah, glad you knew the like, word. Here's this fucking giant. We're gonna decompose naturally. These kids can spray paint it. There'll be zero study and have a good day. Yeah, seriously. Look, I've had my run-in with the local constabulary in, in the United Kingdom. No, I, I am well aware of how they would react in that circumstance. I, I just love that you knew the word constable. I just keep thinking about that <laughs> word. I feel like they would have set up a perimeter, some hazmat suits. You know, they're like, okay, we need to harvest some of this. Because I don't know how freshly dead it was, but it looked pretty freshly dead. I don't know what level of degradation there was. But think about how many liver transplants you could have got out of that. Oh, like stem cell? Oh, my God. Well, it's a... I don't know the exact (laughs) things, but I know the liver regenerates. A science occurs. Hold on. Sorry, I got to plug my thing in. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Raytheon would step in at some point. Just (laughs) Those nosy asses would get involved. Like, how can we profit on this? Where did it come from? (laughs) Where did this... Did he come from the sea? Did he fall into the sea? So I actually had a couple shore. theories. But I did have one note on like the scientific thing that it was sorry, it was it reminded me like of Hawaii, you know, like when the seals like walk, they're up on the beach and they have the little volunteers that like go and they block it off so people don't walk through, but like the really asshole tourists still walk through. Yeah. But like that at least those are alive. This is dead. So it's gonna smell bad and just whatever bacteria diseases like you said are only gonna fester that is that's like ground zero for all diseases from that point on i don't know about about you guys but have you ever been around a corpse that has farted or let out i've heard gas like you imagine like you're sitting there trying to get a you know a picture with the you know with you know what's between his legs and then all of a sudden a massive gust of ass wind comes out and just literally takes you off your feet and sends you 30 feet out into the ocean and now immediately you have pink eye there's no getting around that it just happened yep. you know and pink then you just body. eat it into the ocean and you're just like no that, that's fair i'll just go ahead and drown now so 
There's Wait, no are you a fight, flight, or freeze kind of guy? If, if you... So I already know I'm a flight. I'm definitely a flight. But he thought he is a fight because he always, like, not always, but I would say we this comes up almost every episode. Him saying yeah. he would charge, he would run at whatever it was. So he's a fighter. So if this thing, well, would you run at it if it, it farted? <laughs> shoot the gap. Would you? Just slide between those cheeks. Yeah. Between the cheeks, I have an in. Ew, that's gross. I mean, World. I eat ass, but World. I'm not going near that thing. World's deadliest butt plug. <laughs> no joke, imagine Dingleberry gets knocked off and just takes you in the face. Cause of death, suffocation by feces. Yeah. And I will challenge uh, you guys in this to add a few more options. So there are a few uh, good literary works out there about the human psyche when it comes to danger. And there are some out there, I think it was Rex Grossman, who said there's also posture and submit. So if you think about you challenge a, a rattlesnake, it postures, it starts shaking its tail. It doesn't immediately flee, it doesn't immediately attack. And then you have mm. other animals like a possum that'll play dead. And it'll submit because like when gorillas or cobras or tigers, like when they fight each other over territory, things like, yeah, they'll get messed. But very rarely does like a lion kill another lion usually like chases them off or they fight until one's like all right look you got me and then it runs off defeated you know and so yeah you have fight flight posture submit and i think that there might be like one else out there but i think in that instance like if you have this huge gust of wind hitting you like you might just give up just like submit and just go limp you know submit to the part (laughs) i think or posture like you're screaming at the wind you know like roaring into the night roaring into the abyss thought you try to stand, try to stand your ground bill put your wings out to the side and catch the air the biggest asshole world smelliest parasailing the biggest asshole dead farts than anything else combined we were in either in or not in, or we were in or were in the military, so of course we're going to talk about farts, <laughs> okay? It's inevitable. Continue that. I'm so sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. The biggest asshole in this wasn't the giant. It was the guy who littered his fucking, his coffee cup. Oh, Do you remember seeing yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Took a second to chuck it. Like, what the, the fuck was that? Some of the people here and he's the dude just hucks his coffee thing. And, like, from one perspective, it's just, what, you're going to get on me for a coffee cup? There's literally a dead giant over there who's really literate. Like, talking yeah. about he's, that guy off. But then at the same he's time, he's decomposing naturally, though. Okay. That, what a dick. I would have beat the guy's ass. I hate that. <laughs> hey, fuck face, pick up your trash. Hey! Older, too. Like, I don't think he could have put up a good fight. Like, he could have put him in a headlock, oh, yeah. him over, put his face right in the guy in the giant's nuts. Oh, shove his ass in his asshole. Or shove his, well, that'd be a... his asshole. <laughs> it's like a new execution method, just like the tea bag of death. But, mm, maybe, anyway. <laughs> maybe just pick him up, put him in the giant's foreskin. Just. I... By the way, how about that dick circus? Oh I was about God. to say, the fact that they okay. said there's a whale. Like, really? Okay, really so. This is what I thought they would have done, which was I figured they would have had an inaccurate two scale to make 
dudes feel better. But it would probably, like, really help, like, the as a whole, like, society's male self-esteem. Oh, that's the scale? Okay. And then there'd probably be, like, some huge debate on the, you know, accuracy of said scale. Conspiracy yeah, theorists just around Vegas. Which, you know, has an impact. And I'm not sure if you guys know too much about Rasputin's dick, but apparently it was massive and it was put on display. And I will let you look that up yourselves now that I planted the seed. I am. You'll be I'm thinking on. about Rasputin's dick. Poor... I'm on it. You had to say seed. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> Why? <laughs> seed is in sunflower seed. Seed is in. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> Anatomy. Well, uh, Anatomy. If, uh, if you're looking Fuck. for a very quick change of subject, I feel like with as much of as a poetic boner as this guy had for the giant. It really would have made sense for him to, like, grab the eyelashes and pull his eyes closed. That was... Yeah. I mean, like, they're already, like, tearing him apart. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Wax Poetic. But speaking of Wax Poetic... So, I was... Actually, since we started this podcast, I've been doing... My poor FBI agent is so confused, but he sends me really good gift ideas. But with all the shit that I've Googled, but back one of our first episodes, we were talking about the Nephilim, and I'm like... Could he be a Nephilim? And there's a part two to this. Could that Nephilim that washed ashore, could he be from Atlantis? We haven't explored the depths of the ocean to the fullest extent. Like, we, we've explored more of space than we have our own ocean. So there's out of the realm of possibility. And squids are fucking smart. They probably send, like, their little messengers and they, like, up the ch- It's, like, literally a flow of language up and down so they get a feel for what's going on. Oh, that's weird. Oh, my God. I don't trust the ocean. I don't. It's talking about me. It's talking shit about me. <laughs> so, anyway. You still here, Thought? Yep. I'm reading okay. about this guy's dick real quick. <laughs> here I am, like, literally giving, like, an in-depth analysis. <laughs> Meanwhile, my co host <laughs> Well, I mean, this thing is huge. I hope you. <laughs> I hope you found what you were looking for, sir. I am a reputable source. I feel terrible about myself now. <laughs> Just look at the two sides to the giant, then you'll feel better. But like I said, have a knowledge of there's life outside and they just choose not to interact. Or could they be completely cut off? And this was like a freak accident, like, a, you know, sending someone to space to explore. And that's what happened. And his clothes dissolved and over time then he like surfaced because it could be saponification which is they didn't have clothes either well i say saponification because like the your body at a certain depth with nitrogen and like i said i don't know what i don't know the chemistry of the ocean very well but i do know if there's a high amount of nitrogen yes i do listen to a lot of true crime yes a woman did actually do this to hide evidence of a body and saponification basically is what it means is turns your body into soap like, it's waxy. Like, you turn into soap. Not necessarily something you want to clean yourself with, but, like, the what it is essentially is soap. So, that makes sense because soap has, you know, can have fat in it. You can use tallow, you know, body fat to make and, soap. So, like, those of us who have been out a little bit longer than others have a little bit more soap material. <laughs> so, that's the other point. The giant wasn't bleeding. Obviously, he was bloated, but, you know, saponification also, like, preserves your organs. So until they were cutting him open and it was exposed to the air, you know, that's when he started decomposing. Yeah. 
and it took them a while like this thing as it, it went on and you think you have the tide coming in like this thing should have been decomp pretty rapidly so he probably came from a real deep depth, is my theory. Yeah, either that or he was on a freighter being shipped out somewhere and he was, like, never really alive. Mm. He oh. was just, like... Oh, new theory. Yeah, but he was just created for whatever reason. That's a whole other episode of Conspiracy Theories there. And he just slipped off the side and just, you know, went for a little float. And judging by the way that people were dressed, the location... If this was coming out of, let's say, Denmark, right? Or maybe it was coming out of Norway, probably more likely. And depending on what channels they took, you know, who's to say? Maybe the water was super cold and it was refrigerated. Yeah, and pres yeah, preserving. That's It looks cold there. It looks uh, rainy. His lips were purple, which would suggest that he was cold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I want to submit this to, like, a forensics whatever. Per what are they... Whatever, whoever works in forensics, like criminology, whatever, be like, what's your take on this? What do you think happened? I'd be interested to hear what they, what speculations they have. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'd come up with something. I love Dark and the Smart People. Yeah. The thing that pissed me off the most about that episode was how the poor, unglamorous fate that the skull met. The skull met. Like, you figured that would be in a museum somewhere. That would be on you know, the lawn of Buckingham Palace. That would be a fixture that they would send up into space as a satellite to orbit the planet as a warning to any invading species, you know? But no, it just ended up, like, jauntily draped some... against some asshole's shed, you know? Like, I... Some farmhouse. That, that asshole would have been me. I would have claimed that. I would have bought that shit on the black market. I would have had that skull. That would have been in my yard. That's my yard you're looking at. <laughs> they had no problem preserving the giant dick in a circus tent with the skull That's and everything else. The bowen above the butcher shop. Yeah, yeah the I femur. I feel like you would have needed some real, like, industrial means to be able to, you know, not only decapitate that, get through the vertebrae, but then, you know, drag the skull away. Like, you think <laughs> that'd be something that they would have sent, like, the Royal Air Force in with the Chinooks, and, you know, they would have airlifted it out. Yeah, but, like, how would you get rid That would be a real big, like, what would you do? Would it be like target practice for atomic bombs? <laughs> no, like, all right, uh, we gotta do our artillery tables, guys. You know, put it in the middle of the <laughs> Fuck it, right? Make it the ultimate tourist attraction. Just really confuse all the visitors. <laughs> it's just appeared overnight. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Leave it as a warning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, didn't like the main character, but I do love the theories and speculations that we came to, I don't know, I'm fucking high, I'm sorry. This is really hard to form sentences. <laughs> no, it's all good, and I, I, I can see where they were trying to make some commentary on society where, you know, anything that is first presented to the public is new and spectacular, but then as we typically do with many things, you know, humanity makes it suck. Oh, kind of like the pyramids? Like how touristy it became? Yeah. I, Maybe I, not to that extent. I don't know. One of my favorite things to do is to get high and then go on my virtual reality headset. And there's an app called Wander. <gasps> and anywhere in the world that Google has sent a camera, you can punch in the coordinates or click on the map and go there yourself. And so I've traveled to a great many places, but there's a few I haven't been yet. So that was one of the places I went. I was like the pyramids and so it came up and i'm in virtual reality and i'm high i'm like this is fucking awesome and then i used the thumbstick to turn around and it's like litter city 
cars, hotels, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, accurate. That, that, that accurate. so close to the pyramids. Just like the Coliseum. It's The Alamo. It's crazy. Like, they built downtown <laughs> yeah. around okay. the Alamo. I stayed at the hotel when I was in the Kilo course. And that's actually how I found out about you is one of my friends in the course was like, oh, like, this is this guy's funny. And then I was like, oh, OK. And then, yeah. But yeah, I was in San Antonio and literally the hotel I was in, it was we had our hotel. We had like this gay nightclub. And then across the street from that, oh, it's called the Bonham, the Bonham Exchange. I don't know if it's still there. Right across from that is the Alamo. Like, I would walk by it to go to the gym. Like, that was down the street. I could have. I've, I ran by it plenty of times drunk. Plenty. <laughs> and scootered. I scootered a lot. But anyway, yeah, it's just kind of kind of nuts to think about how, I don't know, maybe it's like a subliminal message to, like, respect, like, historical sites, like the Seven Wonders and, like, really incremental, significant monuments. I don't know. I don't hate that, that viewpoint. Yeah. I could see it. Even but there was that was commentary that everything is fleeting, you know. Like even if something mm. wonderful shows up, like life will just eventually go on. That's a ah, that's a deep analogy right there. That made me feel real sad. Kind of <laughs> like home for the holidays on leave from the military, you know. Oh. Everybody's happy to see you the first twelve minutes. Then after that, it's back to the petty squabbles and humdrum yeah. everyday life. Yeah. But yeah, but we do have an episode for that if you're wondering. <laughs> It's a good one. It's probably one of the best ones that we had. I mean, infor- information-wise and coming from, like, an expert in that field. So it's actually a really good episode. If you haven't listened to it and you have, you're listening now, like, after this, go back and listen to it. You'll learn a lot. But, yeah. But speaking of sad stuff, I don't know if you want to stick around for another episode, but the- I have a pick. It makes me cry. I have to jump off. Oh, okay. My it's okay. for the day is filled. I can only handle so much. <laughs> Okay, well, I. That is, my vessel has been cracked too many times. (laughs) Well, I put on my waterproof mascara because I knew I was going to cry. So I think ahead. I do it for therapy too. Right on, that makes sense. This shit's good too. (laughs) But we'll see. But yeah, thank you so much for hopping on and joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me. There's a lot more episodes, so if you just, if you feel like watching Love, Death, and Robots, just hit us up, and we'll I'll be down to record. Thought I'm sure we'll be down to record. <laughs> Always, sure. and we'll have to do a crossover with the Smoke Pit Podcast and have you guys on my show. That's That'd so... be sick, dude. Oh yeah, gosh, that'd be a good time. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sc- mom. I'm scared, <laughs> but nerv- but up. excited. <laughs> mom, I'll just use a pseudonym. But anyway, but oh, no, sure. thank you so. <laughs> They'll figure it out. They always do. But, but yeah. Amelia Earhart? <laughs> she was a counselor at Purdue, actually. Yeah, I meant that as, you know, much Amelia, you are quite high right now. hey And lost and very lost. <laughs> Just a tad bit lost. Just she what wasn't high for very long, though. She got to ground level pretty quickly. Or sea level. <laughs> Don't make me blow Don't make me blow the death whistle, okay? I will. Please don't. Oh my god. Alright. Alright, well thanks, Dan. Thank you so much for joining us. But yeah, we'll have you back on. I know we will. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And where can they find you? You guys can check out popsmokemedia.com for news stories and updates. Sorry, that's my well rehearsed line. (laughs) Her crushed it. Hold that one. (laughs) 
appreciate the T pitch, you know, the softball pitch. <laughs> It's yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, it's we'll T-ball. It's T. It's T-ball. I can't throw shit right now. <laughs> Just place right there on the T. My cat's on my lap. I'm not moving. <laughs> Might as well be a parking boot. He kind of looks like one. He's gray like one. Anyway, so we'll let you go. Okay. Bye. Well, we ended on an eye note. Bye. <laughs> Pun intended. Took a little little snack break, little smoke break, and now we're all cozy. Rags is on my chest, and he's purring real loud. Uh, yeah, so the next episode, a uh, little bit about this thought. You nice and cozy? You ready for the next episode? I'm, I'm cozied up, girl. Okay. I cannot believe Dan was on. That was so fucking cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's, norm- he's normal. He's really Which fucking normal. Nice. For as as famous as he is, to be that normal, that's it's like Keanu Reeves kind of normal. You know what I'm saying? Like humble. it takes a special humble. Huh, very humble. I think he'll like that compliment comparing him to Keanu. <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, so the next episode, just to give you a little background, it's very spacey. This one made me cry and i probably will cry so don't laugh at me too much okay uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay i will one spoiler alert an animal does not die so it's a different okay. kind of sad so are you on lucky 13 nope what volume volume one it's not that long too it looks like it's about f- right at that sweet spot for you because you're starting to yawn you better not fall asleep i will blow oh, yeah. this aztec death whistle I'm gonna if you get, sit up so I can't just, sleep. Just grunt every once in a while, just so I know you're there. <laughs> no, you have the sleepiness. It's nine o'clock, but that's okay. It's, that's bedtime. I know. I'm. <laughs> that's why. Hey, you know we are. Like I said, right at that sweet. All right, I'm right at the ten. So you count us down. You Let ready, Bubby? You ready? Friday. Friday. It's For your clarification, show. she's not talking to me. She's talking to her cat. Yeah. <laughs> You ready, right, Bubby? Right. <laughs> Bubby is my cat, unless you're watching this on Patreon, which I'm going to be fucking around on Patreon. So if you don't already follow us on there, please do. So this is like incentive to me to set up our Patreon page the way it should. Anyway. I'm going to be naked. But yeah, that's, I was going to say, that's the only way, naked only way they can cigars. see you. Yeah, because this is a treasure to see us in this state. <laughs> in all of our glory. <laughs> And all of our thrones when we do this. Just all like right. my frog. Okay. <laughs> Ready? All right. Let me. All right, guys. So we're doing Lucky 13. So we'll see you on the other side. Back. <laughs> oh my god. I cry every time I watch that one. Thought? You good? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hold on. One second. This is why I wore my waterproof mascara. Oh, yeah. You put that on earlier, too, didn't you? Yeah. No, I'm not. That episode, like, makes me cry. And I don't mind crying. (laughs) This has your vibes all over it. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a... Not really a story. It's... Of course, I'm making it about me, but no, it's just a fun little connection. That's all it is. Okay. Talk about it. I will. But 
because <laughs> I'm a Leo. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's because of my personality type. Anyway, so I forgot to say this from the last episode. Oh, sorry. It's still okay. Anyway, so I forgot to say this in the last episode. When do you remember when towards the end of the episode of the giant episode where they're like, oh, body parts started washing ashore. Yeah. So it made me think of. Have you ever heard of like the feet that wash ashore in the PNW? No. So it's a thing. Feet washing ashore. There's if you look up feet washing ashore PNW, you will find so many articles about it. Right. It's really weird. It's just, so they kind of have an explanation for it. It's usually an accidental death. That's typically what they rule it: accidental drowning. So what happens is obviously the ocean consumes you. But the reason they find feet is not because the sea monster, whoever, as nature does. And they just didn't want feet. That's not the reason. The reason is because they're wearing shoes. And so it's like the last thing to decompose. So eventually it will. It just happens at a much. And because the shoes typically, it's sneakers and anything with the rubber sole that's going to float. That's why they wash ashore. It's really weird. And also why you don't do Viking burials because that's what happens. Don't do that Mm. shit. Yep. So that's what I thought of. What made me think of it was after that explosion in Lucky 13 or the ship 13, that there was just that one gloved hand. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of like the feet that wash ashore. This protective covering. So those are fireproof gloves, in case you're wondering. (laughs) That's what gets you all... He had his PPE. (laughs) That's what they're going to look for in the investigation. Like, were they wearing their PPE? Did he have his appell-proved eye pro on? Yeah, no, you saw the U.S. flag. You know that bureaucracy is going nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's not to make light of training accidents because those are fucking horrible and they're so preventable. They're so preventable, but I will not get into that rant. Anyway, so little anecdote, though, about 13 and why I cry. So my grandpa, he passed away when I was in high school. But growing up, the number 13 had always been his lucky number, like especially Friday the 13th. That was... Like, the end of their phone number, I'm not going to obviously tell what their phone number is, but the last four digits of their, one of the phone numbers is 1313. No shit. Yeah, like, he loved 13. And then on, if there was a Friday the 13th, and my grandpa showed up to play poker, everybody else knew that they were going to lose, and my grandpa was going to win everything. Okay. And then Friday, my black cat, because my grandma and grandpa, they always adopted, like, black cats or black dogs from the shelter because they're the ones that are like less adopted. Yeah. Typically like bad luck or whatever, or just like the omen or what the fuck ever. Yeah. Superstition. Superstitions. Yeah. Yeah. So I named Friday in honor of my late grandpa. She has a little, she has a little 13. I'm so sentimental. And I'm such a cheese ball. Ooh, cheese. I'm so hungry. (laughs) Oh my God. That's a good one. That's a good connection, though. <laughs> Not the cheese, but everything else. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm in grad school, guys. That means nothing. Okay. <clears throat> but I did notice that. Did, so do you think she was Navy? I think she was like a Navy pilot. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. This uh, lieutenant, she, in the show, she is a combat pilot. I don't know what the equivalent would be, but if I had to make kind of like the futuristic connection or what have you to what that might like reputation wise have is similar to the Osprey like death traps. Does that seem accurate? 
Yeah, those things are... You flew on one, right? <laughs> I did. I had no idea. I literally... I was going to Iraq, and, like, it, it was right before we were supposed to leave. I remember this. They're like, oh, shoot, sorry. It's delayed because of, like, a fuel leak of some kind. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not good. So I was like, it was going to be, like, a day or two before we, we got up. No, 30 minutes later, okay, it's all good again. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, that's just... But I still didn't know. Yeah, but I mean, it was a lot of fun. We did a combat takeoff. It was like going up the little, what do you call it? The at amusement parks, like this, we had, it was called like the space shot. You know, thing that goes like straight up in the air. Oh yeah, like a slingshot almost. Yeah, oh my God. It makes your tummy go, Woo! and yeah, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, but the Marines that were there, they were really nice. We couldn't really talk because it was really loud, but we would, we were like writing notes to introduce ourselves and exchange candy. So it was cool. Ooh, good icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad was very mad when I told him what I wrote. He said, you fucking wrote it. What the fuck? And I was like, I, what? Is that bad? And he's like, yes, that's bad. You... Cursed. <laughs> no, well, I was One fine. More. Yeah, you're still, you're kicking. <laughs> Just fine. But anyway. Uh, oh, you remember? Like, it was... When they figured out that Lucky 13 was going to be Lucky 13, and they're engaging in a battle against, I don't know what, if those enemy forces are human or if they're alien, I would suspect alien based on the little yeah. eyeball glasses. But they were assholes. I did appreciate, even though it was futuristic, it was still very, like, it felt accurate for what the military could be. I got that vibe anyway. Did you? Yeah, I could totally see that. Nothing too out of pocket where like you couldn't see it in the future now so they're engaging in a battle and like she's talking to the other pilot over the radio and she sees this, the other pilot like start taking off and she's like where are you going and he says to get the fuck out of here and i'm like oh that's i mean i don't know how the officer politics work in that futuristic society but <laughs> i would imagine running from battle would put you on the shit list <laughs> You're but he fired, got blown up. Sister. But he got blown up, so he's probably lauded as a war hero now. Even though he ran away. Little bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know how this fucking works. Oh, I would be so... She probably... She's too... The main character, though, she's fucking cool. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> Speaking of shit, another reference to that. I wrote this down. It's, like, literally next to my notes. It's shitting diamonds. I... I forgot about that part in this show i like i had never heard that before i've never heard it either shitting diamonds shitting that like the, the pucker factor could make it so you shit diamond that's good i'm gonna start yeah, using I mean... that <laughs> i just have what to are explain you it after because i'm sure someone's gonna be like what i i think it's one of those good insults i love that reddit page called the rare insults that's a rare insult calm down you're gonna shit diamonds <laughs> I'm just so oh. fucking. Use I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that against my enemies. Against my enemies. <laughs> anyway, um. So yeah, I just thought it was funny that there's another butt reference this episode. <laughs> but yeah. So what are you thinking so far during this time? I don't know. What do you I mean definitely... you don't know. This is a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> You're the word person. I'm so bad at explaining. <laughs> just like, give it a go. Talk. Just give it a go. No. You keep See, talking. Gonna... I'll feed off you. Okay. This, well, if you had any notes or anything, or just, you know, if you write something down, if you remember based on what I said. Yes. Hello. Back to the podcast where Amanda can't shut the fuck up. 
So during that battle, I think that's this is why she wouldn't give a shit if he was like lauded as a war hero or not. Because what she does next is fucking straight Tom Cruise Maverick shit, like original yeah. and the new one. You remember that scene in Top Gun where they're like he's taunting the, yeah, the mix. Oh, oh that's yeah. what it was. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm really not dumb. I'm just. See, it is what it is right now, people. You're getting what you're paying for, which is nothing. <laughs> free <laughs> you got that free 99 deal okay anyway except for the patreon members which i will doctor this up i promise anyway so yeah straight up fucking tom cruise shit she instead of taunting the guy she unleashes fucking what kind of rounds do you suspect those were you're the rounds expert i was uh, simply well... medical services <laughs> i specialize in these silver bullets just kidding i did not do that i think some type of rocket yeah. Did, they didn't say a year in the beginning, did they? They did not. But these just dropped. You know, like, we're talking, like, World War Two cartoon style. Just, like, dropping a, a cartoony atomic bomb and saying, duck and cover. Cartoony. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of had a cartoony vibe to it. Like, they just dropped. Like, they didn't go, like, how fucking sh shitty would that be if they just took off that way? And she's like, oh, well, shit. So yeah, so she is a badass, and after that day, everyone else refers to it as Lucky 13. She said she flew 19 more missions with that thing, yeah. which I have to wonder, like, how often are these missions happening? You know, like, that's very dependent. Are we talking Surge era of the Global War on Terror, or are we talking, like... We'll get. We'll be there when if the bird can fly today. So that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I would think it's more like global war on terror. Like, it, but it even though it's like a short while, it feels fucking forever because that shit seems to like never end. It. I'm not sure where they're at if they're on Earth or another planet. So very confused the, the political environment there. What is going on? I'm writing a very in-depth look into this. It's, I know it's really not that deep, and I'm making it more deep than what it is. It's called epiphenia, seeing connections where our brains go to. It's we like need a follow-on. That's all. Yeah. So it's yeah. So I actually I learned about epiphenia from it was a it's a really good series. It's called the Black Tapes, and I remember I listened to that when I was actually in San Antonio during the Kilo course, and I loved it and every time i hear that intro music it just it takes me back to just hanging out in san antonio it was so fun that was such a fun course it probably went to shit now anyway we so had free beer awesome. <laughs> well no we, it, during that course like we stayed off home like the hotel they just charged the government travel card meanwhile like this was so fucking irresponsible like they had to know but Every Monday through Wednesday, they would do, like, little social hours because typically people who would stay in that hotel were there for, like, long conferences or something. It's, like, extended stay, but it was, like, nice. It was a Marriott. Anyway, they would have, like, little hors d'oeuvres in the lobby and depending on what they were oh, serving yeah. that night. And then, no, this was the fucking best part. It was free beer. Free beer and wine. Oh as as much as you want. This is how I discovered Scheinerbach with a little bit of salt. Oh, my God. I don't drink anymore, but I would kill. I will, I'm going to Google this, actually, after we get off. Because this is our last episode. Thoughts getting kind of sleepy. But, yeah, I'm going to Google if there's, like, alcohol-free Shiner. Like, I would drink the shit out of that. I would have it specially shipped. Wow, that really derailed from this. Anyway. They... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where? What just happened? 
what just happened? That is called the ADHD thought process. That's what happened. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's really annoying sometimes because it's really hard to follow. That's why when I meet other people that, like, kind of have the same tendencies and, like, mannerisms as me, like, I could follow along with conversation. I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're you know. Both just talking. Uh, yeah. Like, non, like, chaos. Yeah, it's just like, it just is chaos, but it's so fun. I love, I hate and love chaos. Like, I thrive in it, but I hate it at the same time. It's so annoying. It's so self-imposed. Anyway, so I had this thought as, you know, she says they keep flying missions and just, it's the perfect machine. It's as if nothing is wrong with it. So I had two thoughts with this. So one, the staff maintenance meetings, her peers must fucking hate her. <laughs> Like, her vehicle is always ready. ORA, right. always ready. Yeah, I'm tired. I don't want to fly like, Her, oh my god, I'm just thinking about just shitty, jealous behavior. Like and a, Almost like a cursed ship, too. Like, you're going to get yeah. killed. Yeah, so it's it's kind of, I think that if it were like any other ship, they probably would have been a little bit meaner about it. But the fact that, you know, she did what she did, and coupled with... It was supposed to be an unlucky one, but since she became the pilot, like, she's the lucky one. Like, they're a team. They're lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle. Beautiful. Thank you. I love that. I love that analogy. Also, that scene from The Witcher is fucking hilarious. Little witch is getting shocked to shit by some lightning they're trying to capture in a literal bottle. But anyway... Yeah, that was my first thought was initially her peers must hate her or be secretly jealous of her because her vehicle is or her vehicle. Wow. Her aircraft is always ready to go. So XO must love her. So my second thought was it was in that I I take that back what I said earlier about it being pretty military, military accurate. Yeah. After that many like success rates and that like mission ready status that this plane had, this fighter jet had. There's no officer, high, like higher up officer in their right state of mind would have offered her a new ride. Wouldn't do it. No. That guy's going to hold on. There's budget cuts, okay? They don't have time to purchase new vehicles. New, why do I keep saying vehicles? Because I, I don't fly aircraft. That's why my brain goes to that. So if I say that, I'm Planes. sorry. I know. I'm an idiot. Planes. Jets. It, fighter jets. Fighter jets. Fighter jets. Fighter jets. Anyway. So there's no way an officer would offer a brand do you realize the pay i was an s4 it very briefly but that shit is annoying be nice to your s4s that stuff is i have no words for it but it sucks so anyone who has been or was or is currently an s4 i feel for you and so that poor pbo i'm sorry that just got real weird i'm not in the army anymore this is awesome i don't have to care about this stuff i can wildly speculate yeah. <laughs> But anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so that's why I was thinking it was inaccurate for the officer to offer her a new one. He'd be like, nope, you just keep riding that thing till it dies. And so sadly, it did. And that's the bit that gets me, the final battle. So what were your thoughts? I have to know what was going through your head. Because you obviously know my reaction. I was crying like a little bitch, but that's just who I am. I think you're, you talked about this yesterday too, right? About crying? Yeah. i actually been rewatching it since... We've been talking about it. She's definitely badass. It said she was a second lieutenant, too. Damn. So, oh, shit. Go, the captains must hate her. Go to LT. <laughs> yeah. Butterbar win. Oh, my God. Well, it takes them a while to get, like, their, you know, once they actually are there, 
I mean, I don't really know how the Navy, like, fire pilot pipeline works. So if any of our listeners are, please fill me in because I am clueless. Me too. But that seems, you know, for a second lieutenant, like, they must be hurting. Retention rates must be bad in the future. <laughs> Maybe all the other experience cards are just they're getting waxed. Well, obviously that little bitch tried to run away. <laughs> bitch. That little bitch. But yeah, so did you, it's... Did you cry okay. when she found, like, her... It's like the serial number mm-hmm. of the plane? Well, I initially cried, like, when I, I remember when I first watched this, I cried, like, when she set the bomb to go off, like, because she knew the enemy was coming, and she didn't want to do this, but literally, like, our lieutenant pilot, she had no choice. Like, she had to mm-hmm. abandon ship. So, but it saved her. Like, the first time, I'm like, oh my god, this thing is alive. And then I also had a follow-on thought with that. So she it's she's got her emergency strap still attached and like it's jammed and she can't get loose and she's trying to get out cuz they're like going to fire on the ship and destroy it but it holds on to her and then when she looks down a whatever like artillery round or fire blast or whatever fuck futuristic weapon system they have it blows through that it could have killed her had she gotten down there at the time right. so i'm like oh damn like my heart was like oh god I knew it was coming. Like at that moment, I knew it was coming. So then she sets the timer. You could tell she does not want to fucking do this. It's her baby. And so that's when I started choking up. And then like there, she's down in the trenches, like with the men. And first of all, I was like, get your head down. <laughs> but I understand like the state of shock or whatever, but it's still, get your head down. They teach you that in Seer, right? I don't know. I'm not a pilot. But I, I okay. <laughs> Sorry, keep this going. is really in depth. I put a lot of thought sure, into this. I was not, not as much as shooting as much as like evading. Evading, yeah, but still, you you're plain sight, like you were a sitting duck. But granted, I, I still understand. Like she basically like these things like not family. I don't know what this would be to her, but a spirit animal maybe. What do you call it? I wouldn't say it's like a good I'm luck charm. Like... Yeah, but people will get attached to objects. Yeah, like lots and lots of sentimental value. I understand that. But this had a special aspect to it. Like, it wasn't just a ship. Like, she had suspicions this thing was alive. And, like, we kind of see a little bit into that. Yeah, maybe the ship was alive. So that kind of... Oh, that back backtrack. Sorry. Before she goes and sets the bomb and before ship saving her from artillery fire, she had a fucking good landing. Did you see that? Before the artillery fire, mm-hmm. you said? Yeah, when the, when she got hit, when she was in the air after she picked up yeah. those Marines, that was a good landing. But yeah, that was the note that I had on that. But back to the ship being alive and like us getting glimpses into that, you see it scanning every once in a while during the episode, periodically. Like, it just, it seemed alive. And so then, now that we have the wonderful AI set free to roam the internet... And I love using AI. I think it's awesome. I like being able to bounce ideas off of it. But this kind of takes it to a new level. Like, obviously, there's some kind of artificial intelligence with this ship. And this is where I'm thinking this AI, whatever's part of this ship, became sentient. Ask uh, ask the, your AI chat GP thing. Ask oh, the, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Ask him about the episode. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm, you know, I'll report back and you'll know. You'll get the text. Just post. I'll send you what it's. I'll send you what it spits out to me. Okay. 
We'll yeah. do that. Okay. Do. And then you can post it on the Instagram. Yeah, I cry like a little bitch, but that's okay. Sentimental value. <laughs> it means a lot. It means a lot to me. So, your final thoughts on it, I guess, or if you just since you kind of were rewatching as I was blur saying whatever. I don't, the, I don't yeah. really have anything to add to that episode as much as I didn't since yesterday was the first time I started watching the show. I don't. I guess I didn't know what to expect. I'm still like, I think Confused. it's cool as fuck. Yeah, I thought like it'd each be like the same. It's the Black Mirror, but like cartoon, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's... like I wouldn't. I wasn't expecting like real people, and then sometimes cartoons, and then I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I was literally expecting like a couple of mm -hmm. robots that would like maybe go back in time or something and it would be like the focus would be on those same robots throughout the show yeah but no i I, I was fucking wrong i think it's cool as hell though and yeah it it's... My, my attention span so. <laughs> i think it's like if there was a show more i guess made for you this would probably be it it, it, I do appreciate the fact that, and I guess where that's really all the thoughts that I had about the episode. I think it's this is my favorite episode. So now you know, you know my top pick. I spoiled it early, but the rest of the episodes that we'll watch are just they're special in their own way. This one just means a little bit more to me for some really weird reason. Anyway, it's cute. It's part of grief. It's okay, but yeah, <laughs> no, that happened a really long time ago. It's I'm okay. But yeah, that's all I really have for that. But yeah, I'm just like doing this in the future. Uh, yeah, I like bringing people on because I mean, they depending oh, yeah. on if they've seen it or not, they still you know there's more to contribute because I feel like I'm seeing it in a different, seeing it in a different light right now. So there's a lot more thoughts that I have to put on paper. My notes are so bad. I have chicken scratch. I, can't, love I can't people on too. So if anybody's out there and you vibe with the show and. You know, you wouldn't mind doing a meme page podcast collaboration of some sorts. But we're always open to it. I mean, Dan, he's cool as fuck. So come back on anytime. But yeah, that's all I really got. I guess we'll just do our plugs. You can follow us on Instagram at department underscore of underscore the underscore dead. And thought is running it. So it is way funnier than when I was running it. I did an okay job, but I'm not as funny as you. The proof is in the pudding. I think, yeah. I mean, you do all this. I think the Instagram just needed like like a little bit of everything. I don't, like it sucked before I took over. <laughs> no, it didn't. I mean, you started it and you did everything. I just think it needed a little shake, just shake it up a bit, and we're doing good. <laughs> needed personality, a little sassy, sassy personality. <laughs> oh my god, I feel yeah, like if there's little thought sass. yeah. You can also email us at departmentofthedead2022 at gmail.com. We would love to read your stories on there. They're fun. And it's cool to see what other people experience. So that's really all I got. You can follow me, Salty Kilo. I'm really not that cool. Actually, yeah, you don't have to follow me at all. That's fine. But yeah, just reach out to us anytime. We're in, DMs are open. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's slide all. <laughs> yes. You, I give you permission to slide into the DMs only if you are not a creep. I will I will seek retribution. I've done it before. <laughs> she will end you. Don't forget uh, the duck don't forget Duckgate twenty twenty one, okay? Oh, never forget. Never forget Duckgate. Yep. Thanks for All listening, right. y'all. We'll see you in a few days probably. 
Yep, bye-bye.